Sentire Media Hello and welcome. Thank you again for downloading our little podcast from Italy. I'm Jason, joined by my beautiful wife, Ashley. Ciao! And together we bring you the podcast from Italy from normally our bedroom uh, here in Piobico, Italy, in the beautiful foothills of the Apennine mountain range. Yes, tucked away we truly are. As a cliche as that may be, we are tucked away. <laughs> Today's the 18th of March. We're coming to you on a blustery, windy, rainy, crappy, beautiful Monday morning. <laughs> it is windy. The garbage lid can is like up on the driveway. The garbage can's down by the front door. Everything is strewn about. It is blustery. I like it. It feels like a, like October, like it should be around Halloween, but it's also making it stay super wet. I know. We've had a very, very wet uh, end of the end of uh, winter going out. If you notice that the that I, I'm so excited. If you notice that the quality of the sound that you're hearing from our podcast is that much better, it's because we now have fancy schmancy equipment. Check the mic one two one two. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> we actually have microphones now instead of just spitting all over our laptop as we shout into it. Now Jason's just spitting all over a microphone. <laughs> But uh, so it's 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 fun, exciting. I can't believe there's dozens of people out there listening to it, us talk. It makes me nervous. There's more buttons to push, and we'll be able to use it for audio and videos. But it's more things to have to adjust and check, and it's it makes me a little bit nervous. I have to be honest. Well, this is good for your wild hand gestures and your. Um, movement about because now as long as you keep the microphone in front of your face you can do whatever you want oh there's power in the mic i'm talking about the extra equipment going associated with it agreed agreed you have to make sure you hit record twice yeah that's <laughs> the most important thing to make sure you're recording what we're saying well it's three days to our soft open we are not kidding around we are there can you believe it the season starting the new year i can't it feels good We've been cleaning hard, and it smells good. The apartments are clean. The hallways reorganized, where I have, like, the brochures and maps and things. And we have a new area in the dining room where the little market is with, like, our tomato jars and arancello and jam and things like that for sale. And just kind of pulling it, doing the big spring clean, big spring clean. I'm glad I'm glad it's there. It feels good. I know. Pulling everything away from the walls and scrubbing the floors and it does. It feels really good. I like it. I just wish the weather would come along with it. It's yeah. Well, it's still early. It's still only mid March. But I know, but this stupid storm blew in when I was trying to dry laundry and it tumbled over in the rain and windstorm and my throw blanket and the curtains that were almost dry are now soaking wet and have to be rewashed. <laughs> so but, but doesn't it feel like since guests are coming here again for the first time for the first time this year that today this coming up is our New Year's rather than like for me, New Year's goes from around now Eastery time to right after Halloween, like mid thanks mid November. Mm-hmm. I agree. That for me is the year. I agree. It feels like woo, 
getting started. It's all happening. It's all it, it's all <laughs> happening. It's all happening. Oh my goodness! But uh, the today, day after St. Patty's Day, the corn we did corn we did make some corned beef. I think I talked about it on the last podcast. It was freaking awesome. It did come out good. We ate on that for days. <laughs> Oh, I ate too much of that corned beef. I got my corned beef fixed, though, so it's possible. You don't have to buy it from the grocery store. You can make it yourself. It's really easy. No, but you have to know the butcher, and he has to allow you to come back behind the counter and show you what cut. Uh, Here in Italy, but in America, you just ask for a brisket. America. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It also feels like it's back on because we went grocery shopping the other day, and bring... Oh, Jason, where are you? I'm at your house. Oh, good old Dr. Gaji. He was at the house with the dog, ready to get to work. Yep, the crazy psycho Tom was barking and on, on the leash to the fence while, or to the tree while Gaji was walking around with the big shears pruning trees. And as we pulled up, it was like, all up. right, it's back. I know, it feels great. It feels like it's starting again. And what, when you said, oh, we did some good work this morning, what got you say? Oh, God. Yeah, we got, we got some. We worked till 1231 o'clock, and then the, then the clouds rolled in, and it started getting cold and rainy. He goes, what are you talking? We didn't get anything done today. All we did is get some fresh air. <laughs> He's hard as nails. He's he hard to he wants to. He wants to burn hillsides, burn all the dead stuff on the hill. He wants to get into the garden and start, you know, getting it ready for uh, planting. And I do too, but it's soaking wet out there. We've had, it's been. I know. Thankfully, we were able to use Carolyn's uh, greenhouse and do tons of seeds get them started the other day too oh yeah your video your little you're very getting very good you're getting much quicker and it's coming out they're progressing nicely your little new video on seed starting on thank you jason you're very welcome ashley would you like to talk about it (laughs) um i think it came out great i used music from my cousin spencer and i shot footage of jason and our dear friend and neighbor carolyn over at their house down the street and like i said she's got a greenhouse so she is wonderful with starting the seeds which is not easy at all no and she's very meticulous about it and labels which is really important everything really well and um so it was a really gorgeous gorgeous march day and we went over and i shot it and made a short little video on how to start tomato seeds and they can just type in lots of olmarque into vimeo or youtube right yeah or you can even type in how to start tomato seeds or something like that yeah just type in the table mark and you'll find us but um check it out let us know what you think it's fun doing these videos i, I like doing the ones in the garden too there it's really pretty i was it was hard i had to deal with all the light and the shadows and moving quickly so i think it came out good for what i, I know under and, my condition and now we're adding real audio oh my god that's why i'm nervous that you have to lay over after oh You'll figure it out. You'll be fine. Uh, oh, this one you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Give everyone a bug update. The bug, the bug update. The bugs. Lots have, of uh, yeah, I talked about feedback. I talked about bugs. <laughs> excuse me. I talked about bugs on the podcast that there's bugs in the windows over the winter. And a lot of people fr- <laughs> freaked out about that, which is crazy to me. We live out way the hell out in the countryside where the, all the bugs live. So the bugs have been eradicated. They are dead. <laughs> <All of them. laughs> um, 
No, we found them. I found their hiding spots and, and killed them all. It's, At it the very, right time. It was, it was awesome. It was very satisfying. I hope I got their babies, too. It was disgusting, but yes, very satisfying to know. They'll be back. I know, but you it's got not, a really good... I've won the battle with the war is far from over. Ouch. <laughs> Didn't help the bug situation. <laughs> no, the apartments are clean. There's no bugs inside. It's good. It is good. They feel great. It feels like... I can't describe it, really. I know I don't want to go on about it, but... It's just that clean. Well, it's, it's our lives are so on or off. We either are working from dusk till dawn, running like chickens with our heads cut off, or eh, you could put it off till tomorrow. So now that we're coming into the we can't put it off till tomorrow, we have to, uh, you know, we have work to go to do every day. It's it's such a huge change. you got to kind of mentally prepare yourself for it's it. It's like our spring training. We don't go full force until no no no. This is the soft open. This yeah, is, we have a we have a, a couple or two, and you know, ease back into it. Exactly, but. exactly. It's the it's the staying up late at night that starts to get me too. Babe, we passed out at eleven thirty last. That's night. That's what I mean. <laughs> or no, it wasn't even eleven thirty. Probably it was, not. It was way earlier than that. So oh, you mean staying up at night doing dinners? Yes. Oh, That's yeah, That's what yeah, I yeah, mean yeah. that gets me. So it's like, oh, my gosh, trying to get back into that groove and everything makes the naps that much more important. Mm, it does. It starts. I can't. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, pot, which is, which is coming up, the start of the season, always is around the time of Easter or Pasqua this year on the 31st of March, which is really one of the bigger weekends in Italy oh, as yeah. far as family and doing things and eating. and We've got our new Pope as well. So yes, it will be a big festival in Italy. Tons of stuff in all different parts that they celebrate. We do in our area a lot of the um, processions or reenactments of the passion of the Christ, if you will. And in like Contiano, uh, not far from here, they have like a hundred barefoot men in white cloaks. It's kind of KKK reminiscence, a little freaky, but uh, they that one is haunting. Always with the crazy, crazy, scary music. Yes, that's why I said it's haunting. Um, Urbania has a nice one. There's one up in the mountains above Piopico, um, into Monte Nerone, which we're gonna maybe go to this year. Cervale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, most towns are they're they're all over the places. Uh, live reenactments of of different things. I think it's great. It is. It's crazy. It's scary. It's scary music. I know, kind of that Godfather esque too. And the, like, what's hysterical is in Urbania, the priest has a megaphone and does like the Stations of the Cross with the megaphone. And it's just kind of funny to see the person who carries the megaphone on like the the big. Um, stick the big pole up in the air so you can all hear it and it's crackling away and on a rainy night but it's great and and like in sardinia they do uh no in sicily trippiani or something they do like a 24 hour festival which is wild i don't know there's something what was the thing we were reading about cheese that's involved oh that's the craziest of one that we came across um hold on easter monday they do it on uh they do it on Pasquetta, which is Easter Monday, um, where they say that Easter, you spend it with your family, and then Pasquetta, or the Monday after, next day, which is also a holiday, you go out with your friends. And um, we found one in the Umbrian Hill town of uh, Panicale. Uh, cheese is the star. Uh, they, they play a game by rolling huge wheels of cheese, about four kilo wheels of cheese around the village wall, and the object is get your cheese around the course using the fewest number of strokes. 
Uh, following the cheese contest, there's a band in the piazza, and of course, with the wine. Uh, and it's called Ruzzolone. Is the name of the game in uh, Panicale. That sounds cool. I want to check I'd that like out. I'd like to go to that one, too. Most We've always worked our Easters, yeah? Yes. This year, no. What, Easter, what have we done in Easter's past? Um, we've had many we've, guests. We have. We've always we've done, done either. I either do Easter or Easter Monday. I either do Pascua or Pascua. Yeah, I usually never don't both. do both. No, that's too much. And the last one that we did, we you did lamb like two ways we had about 18 to 22 people here it was great we were exhausted we ate a bowl of cereal for dinner that night <laughs> well lunches are always lunches are and especially pasqua is always crazy because to have everything out ready for lunch is it's a, usually a big roast that take you know something that takes a long time so you always have to get up early and make and get we stuff in, we have one oven so you have to wake up and get stuff into the oven and by the time the last guests leave at 6 o'clock, you have a bowl of cereal and pass out at 8.15. <laughs> so this year, none of that. We're not going to do any of that this year. We're um, taking invitations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll go somewhere. Uh, but what is this, what's, what's normally very traditional for Pasqua? Some of the things. Agnello. Of course, lamb. But some of the other traditions, like we have the Crescia de Pasqua. Oh, yeah. I think we've probably talked about this. Pia, one of our neighbors, is locally famous for making brutska, which is a savory kind of uh, cheese. um, Egg and cheese type bread. Yeah, that's really... It's really difficult to make. It takes a long time to rise. It's kind of the consistency of cornbread. No, much lighter. It's the color of cornbread, but the, it's more light than and cornbread. And much taller. Light. Yeah. You're right. It is much lighter. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> You're an awesome color man, let me tell you. Keep going. I did get the color right, though. <laughs> um, but it's really good, and especially if it's a little toasted. Gotcha and Rosanna will keep it for like a freaking year in their freezer. Um, but she also makes a sweet one, which is like a Easter version of panettone. And I love that one. And with a little sweet dessert wine, like a vichole, which is like a cherry liquor from the area. That is really good. Yeah, they dip that one in the red wine. Mm-hmm. Um, but they but- also have the they also have the um, other version of like a panettone for Easter. Oh, the Colomba, the uh-huh. Colombo. What are shaped in like um dove? Yeah, it's a dove shape. Exactly, it's hysterical. They're red shaped in doves. And of course, the giant hollowed out Easter eggs. Oh my god, I love it! I love it. I got that my first Easter. Oh, listen to the wind. It is windy. Uh, giant hollowed out Easter eggs uh, range in size from about I don't know a foot tall. I mean, they also make the little like Cadbury ones, but uh, they're about from a foot tall. I don't know, like. Up to four or five feet. I mean, they're they're you it's can incredible. get them gigantic, and they range in <laughs> quality from industrial to artisanal, handmade, painted on, and they always have a prize inside. And they're like wrapped in um, foil, like really colorful foil, and so it's always really like ooh shiny. <laughs> the grocery <laughs> stores are lined with them. Every chocolatier makes their own. I mean, they are everywhere, and that's the. I would say the most traditional thing in all through Italy to buy for someone is the hollowed out Easter. Yeah, you don't see like the Easter bunny or the basket. Not a lot of egg dyeing. No. Well, also the eggs are brown. That's true. We did try. We tried to dye eggs one year with who do we do that with? Some little girls. With the Belgian family. Okay. Yeah. 
It doesn't work. No, it was hysterical. They just put stickers on it. Um, but um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> nothing. Um, nothing at all. Oh. It just makes me think that it's almost time to get our chickens. Oh, it is, and that's right. Always we get we well we always kill them and eat them in the in the autumn, and we get new ones usually right around mm-hmm. Pasqua. So it'll be fun. This year, I want to go to uh, our friends uh, who have the pig farm near Urbino. I want They have this type of chicken there or hen there that's uh, a traditional Marcagiani, and it's black with white feathers. A little smaller. It's a little smaller, but it looks cool. It does look really cool. And we were talking about getting a turkey. I think so. I think one turkey. <laughs> do you think they'll all? Do you think they'll all mesh well together? I hope so. Gaji says, where is the turkey going to sleep? He doesn't think they'll mesh well. Gaji always starts off with a negative, though. No, that's not the Godster I know. (laughs) Um, He said he wasn't going to care anything about the chickens this year because we just let him die by the... Oh, he doesn't like that we kill them. He thinks that we should keep them in the winter, but it's too wet and everything down there. It's too wet, too cold. When it snows, I don't want to have to deal with those poor chickens suffering. They hate having their feet wet. Mm Mm-hmm. And why not? I mean, I like to let them free. And it, during the winter, it's too hard to let them free. Mm-hmm. And the, the wolves or something will get them. Well, he was all, ah, oh, you just let the wolves eat them all. <laughs> I don't even care if you get a turkey. Whatever. Crazy. <laughs> Bust my chops for everything. Um, let's see some good recipes for Pasqua. Oh, yeah. Um, you always see uh, blessed eggs. Everyone takes their eggs to church and has the priest bless them. Uove solo benedetto. There you go. Uove solo benedetto. And um, usually you can serve those with like a salsa verde over the top. Um, you always see some, Christ- usually Christini of um, uh, chicken to, yeah, chicken livers, crostini, especially in this area. Oh, definitely. Well, that's like a must. That is, yeah, that's a given. I would always, I would always serve that one. Little prosecco. Uh, yes, and then leg of lamb. They oh, a leg of lamb is really traditional, but here they cook. It couldn't have been different. So I was always taught to cook leg of lamb like medium, medium rare. Here they cook it all the way through so that it's falling off the bone, which couldn't be any further <laughs> different than. Than uh, than how I did it, but um, it's good nonetheless. You just chop up a bunch of, and here they cut the bone with the bandsaw. So they, why? Um, because the Italian, because the Italians seem to like to get a piece of the bone with the meat too. So you can cut it into. Uh, so you just kind of give them a hunk of it, which is different how we would slice a leg of lamb. I like it both ways. I guess I don't remember having leg of lamb where it's red and and medium rare no no just the italian way where it falls apart what about the spezzatino way we had the other day oh this is another if you don't want to do leg of lamb uh you can't go wrong with grilled lamb chops oh if you don't want to do a leg of lamb just grill some lamb chops (sighs) the baby little ones they're delicious you can't go wrong with that for if you just have two people or a few people but um, also, uh, another great way is Carolyn made the other day was spezzatino, which is just lamb stew with the shoulder, uh, with pieces of artichokes, artichoke in a white, it was white, they spezzatino bianco. So she used white wine and, and, um, you Look. can throw mushrooms in there if you want. It was really good. Yeah. If you don't have artichokes, you can always do with, with fava beans or you, you could, could even do- put it this over polenta, couldn't you? Oh, absolutely. Delicious. Uh, fava beans, asparagus would go great in there. 
I know all those vegetables are coming. Mm-hmm. They are the asparagus, the peas, the fava, the artichokes. Ooh, and we saw in the field driving over to Carolyn's um, just along Via Candeliano, we saw wild um, radicchio ready oh, yeah, to be the, picked. The radicchio was ready to pick in mm-hmm. that field. Uh, the nettle will be coming along pretty soon. Yep. I just We just need a little bit of sun and everything's just going to explode. Oh, it is. Oh, it's going to be so great. Um, okay, so food for the, yep. Um, oh, oh, if you don't want to do, um, meat, you want a good side dish, you could always do a farro stew with the aforementioned springy vegetables. You can add some wild mushrooms to that, which is also awesome if you're a vegetarian. I love when you put, um, nuts in with it. Oh yeah. With uh, toasted walnuts Mm -hmm. in it is good too. Mm -hmm. A little Um, drizzle balsamic maybe. Absolutely, Ashley. Oh. <laughs> so all the spring I like stuff. I know. So I I wonder. Um, what are we having for dinner? I know. That's what I was just going <laughs> to say. I have to make. I have to make chicken stock today. I'm out of chicken stock. You're getting me off. You're getting me off topic here. Sorry. Well, you're getting me all hot and bothered with uh, talk of food. It sounds delicious. <laughs> well, Pasqua, it's coming up, so I'm sure the next podcast you'll hear will talk about what we did and what new things that we saw for this Pasqua. I can't. It's it's coming. It is. So, oh, we have something coming up. We thought it would be really fun to have a um, like some Skype calls and record them for one of the podcasts. So. A little, a little listener interaction. Yeah, and uh, let yourselves be heard. <laughs> and um, that if you guys shoot us an email throughout the week, um, we will email you back. E- send us your questions. <laughs> this is our second take. No kidding. This is the second time we've done this. The first time she couldn't articulate the way. This is her idea all the way, by the way. So she should be able to really tell. <laughs> you can say. What we're looking for is anyone who has a question or uh, something you'd like to have a discussion about uh, that we uh, for our show, give us an email throughout the week and we'll select one or two of them. And then we'll set up a time to Skype this weekend. And we can either call you at your home, on your cell, or we could do a Skype to Skype. And we'll record it and throw it up on the podcast. Exactly what I said. <laughs> And we'll give uh, we give our info at the end of where to reach us. So it'll be really it'll be really awesome if no one does it. We'll end up talking to my brother on Skype. Yes, yes, Zach Bartner, Zach Bartner here. Yes. <laughs> oh God, please call in. <laughs> Callers call. Um, what else is going on? What are you up to th- today and this week? Uh, this week, well, oh, ooh, who's freaking out, cats? Uh, this week, today, I'm going to go scrub the um, on the hearth uh, since. We uh, have the smoke that always backs up through the chip, through the uh, fireplace when the wind blows. I t- uh, the hearth gets all discolored and black. So yesterday I took some baking soda and mixed it with water and made like a paste and rubbed it all over. And it kind of just sucks out, I don't know, through magic somehow. It works. It does it work. It does work. You, sometimes you need two applications on the uh, really stuck on parts, but... It makes the stone come out looking a thousand percent better. Are you going to do it on the back panel as well? Back panel of what? The fireplace. The back panel? The the special iron piece. No, you just scrub that with a wire brush. Oh. The piece of the piece of iron that just heats up? Yeah, mm-hmm. you just scrub it with a wire brush. Oh, okay. We actually need to get our chimney cleaned. I know it. That's dangerous. 
Well, if you guys haven't seen, or I don't know if we talked about it or not, but um, we had posted on our blog um, an awesome recipe for using the girorosto and uh, spit firing. Oh, yeah, spit roasting the, the quails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was delicious, by the way. Yes, and that will make stuff stick to your sides of your exactly. That will make your chimney catch on fire. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, pork, uh, just fat, pork fat going up through there. That yeah. Well, we use it all the time. We'll get it done. <laughs> we'll be all right. What's up with you this week? Working on the book. And what else? Uh, we're going to sow more seeds. We're going to keep on yep. um, putting seeds down in, in uh, Carolyn's greenhouse, hopefully uh, towards the end of the week. Um, oh, and Australia. Man, I don't know. Shout out. Yeah, we got to give Australia a shout out. A little love. We have had a lot of people from Australia make bookings and call talk to us. or I don't know. It's weird. Australia has been popping up. They're blowing up. They They're- are blowing up. You're uh-huh. uh your cousin, Jordan's, moving to Australia with his Aussie wife? Yes, I know. I just keep thinking, we just got a booking today from someone from Australia. And I was like, oh my gosh, OMG, Jay. <laughs> but Australians... <laughs> I say that. <laughs> oh, but I was like, oh my God. Seriously, we are going to end up going to Australia. I just well, yeah, know never it. been. But anytime we've had Australia, we've had a good amount, a few Australians. Love them. They're always great. They're always super happy. And great they like to hang out and drink and eat and... They're just fun. I know. So, yeah. Sh- go Aussies. They've got a good spirit. <laughs> <laughs> no, remember we had the little girl who had the broken arm and she still took cooking classes? That's she true. She was Australian. That's true. Great, great lot. Great lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming up uh, after Pasqua is April in Italy. And April's a good time to come to Italy. It is. It's um, starting to really have all of the spring vegetables come out and... It's a beautiful time for the um, poppies in the fields, hopefully. I'm excited. It's starting to feel like spring's around the corner. It is. It is. Um, There was one more thing I think I wanted to talk about before we... Shoot, I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Okay, bring us home then. All right. Well, you can find us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Vimeo, um, all the hotspots uh, <laughs> on our blog. And it's all at La Tavola Marque, which is L-A-T-A-V-O-L-A-M-A-R-C-H-E dot com or La Tavola Marque Farm Inn and Cooking School. And yeah, if you would like to participate in next yep. weekend's Skype. Uh, interview slash call put on the podcast you can email us at info with your questions or what you'd like to talk about info at latavlamarket.com i just said info right yep <laughs> all right very good from rainy crappy windy blustery piovico italy thank you very much for listening we'll talk to you next time Arrivederci. Ciao. Sentire Media. Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Sentire Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy.
With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com, that's S-E-N-T-I-R-E media.com, and find out how to submit your show.